One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello all, it's Helen here the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Extended Extending Expanding Universe of more content, more stuff all the time. That's us. We are currently playing a game called Scene Thieves, which is an RPG by Tyler Crumrine, illustrated by Paul Clarisseau. You can hear the uncertainty in my voice. I have pronounced them differently on both episodes, so by the time we get to the third episode, hopefully one will be correct. And... As you can imagine, this seemed like the perfect game to be playing for a return to the Roman rogues, Sasha's brood of uh, adopted thieves, acrobats, and otherwise extraordinary kids, family, doers of things. That's the word. Um, <laughs> thieves of scenes in this particular case. That's the word. And we had, at the end of last episode, just finished our first scene. We had established that we were 
doing a stealing in the house of the mayor. I don't think we established the exact, like, role that they have, whether they're a net mayor or a king or just yeah, a, a there an were no names even. <laughs> yeah, but we established they were evil, right? Yes. Um, the, the most important part. The bad ombudsman, the, the yes. naughty king, the evil mayor. <laughs> the naughty king. <laughs> that should have been the title of the play. It should have been. And we've established that uh, this naughty king had sent a spy who has stolen important writings from Kikoro. Uh, and Sasha has sent us, who uh, were not necessarily her most competent and skilled thieves, but were the ones that weren't present when the spy was visiting, so we won't be recognised. Uh, she has sent us to infiltrate the bad, naughty, ombudsman, mayor, ruler person's office by putting on a play and getting those important secret writings back. Uh, we have formed the theatre company called The Harlequins and we have established that our play is called The Dog of Sicily. <laughs> Subtitle, Do Crimes Go Unpunished? <laughs> uh, so that's actually the core dramatic question of the thing, but like clearly a lot of us are more familiar with like Elizabethan theatre than we are Roman <laughs> theatre. So everything is just getting a super extended title page. Um, it's like like Google hadn't been invented, but they were really like SEO heavy. Yes. <laughs> In the first scene, narrated by Helen, uh, our prop that was randomly selected was the lamp. And Julia, our lead character, ran through the dark uh, carrying a lamp and met up with a guard who she tried to convince to help her recover her stolen purse while she, not exposition, what? What is exposition? Just happened to describe <laughs> the whole state of the town, or the island rather. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know, Sicily, there's towns on Sicily. The town on Sicily. Uh, it's, it's full of crime. And she moaned about that a bit. And surprisingly to all of us, uh, the guard was convinced to help her. And meanwhile, the heist continued off stage. Uh, it wouldn't work very well if it was on stage, where Faustina, a character nominally played by Lowry, we kind of created characters and then realised that we didn't need to play characters, <laughs> um, bounced around with a flute and pipe gun situation, shooting out all the lamps that that led on the way to the the office where we're going to try and break into to get some papers back. So that's that's where we are. It is drama on stage. It is drama off stage. Who <laughs> wants to take scene number two? I'll have a go, I guess. Ben will have a go. I'm loving Yay. the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Shall you roll your perversion of time and space that is a D16? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I got a six. That Ooh. is a D6. <laughs> they had them. They had yep. them back then. <laughs> so, uh, let's say we, in, in the Dog of Sicily, the mm -hmm. guard and Julia set off and they find themselves at a, or they follow the trail to a gambler's den of Ooh. ill repute. <gasps> They're my favourite type of gambler's den. The ones with well repute are just rubbish. That's crap. Um, and uh, they make their way inside to try and find the thief and then obviously they, they find them uh, gambling at a table and doing very well using Julia's money as stakes um, so Julia challenges them to a game of chance in order to get her winnings back because she is a, a bold young lady 
little does she know that the gambler is using a loaded dice, which is the D6. So the obstacle here mm. is, will Julia be able to beat this dishonest gambler and get her stuff back? Cool. Off stage. Mm. Off stage, we're using a D6. So we have, we've darkened the corridor to the office, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but as was established, there are still guards, although they're now standing there a bit in the dark. So I think that it is the part of, uh, because we said knives, yeah, gusset, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to take as fighting, uh, to distract the guards and remove them from the situation, which he will Mm do by using the D6 to create a clattery noise in a corner. Yay. And when the guards are like, what's going on over there? Hmm, I'll go the, investigate. Their cone of <laughs> yeah. visual okay. awareness that swings so around. can sneak up behind them, press X and go bonk. <laughs> As we've established, everyone who works for this bad mayor is mean. Yeah. You can so do a nasty on them. We yeah. know it's you a, it's in, actually in their employment contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only hiring absolute So, Lori is the keeper of the coin. I am the keeper of the coin. I will roll for the play first. Oh, the drama. I say roll. Flip. Ooh, I'm afraid it fails. That loaded die did it work. So, Julia has, well, I don't know, lost against the gambler. Mm. (gasps) What did did she bet? Because I'm going to guess that she didn't have her money had been nicked so what did she what did she bet what did she lose she bet the only thing that she had on her which was the lamp which <gasps> is a precious lamp which belonged to her <laughs> brother <laughs> who was <laughs> lost lost at sea Yay! you're doing great yes. i love it i love it i'm on board is it her twin brother by any chance or is it yes good? absolutely Ju- <laughs> Julius and Julia are twins. Uh, So that's a a terrible disaster has has befallen. Tragic, some might say. Mm. (laughs) Flipping for offstage. Oh, it's a success. Yes. I mean, it's it's kind of self-evident. All the guards are like, hmm, what's over here? Oh, no. Donk. (laughs) And they all end up... Donk flomp, and they all end up in some sort of cupboard, never to wake up again during this level. But, but don't worry, fine. in yeah. this universe, brain damage doesn't exist, so Yay, it's okay. Yay. Unless, of course, another guard finds them and goes, "Get up!" and they'll be like, "Oh, oh, I'm awake now." Mm. <laughs> I've, I've been playing too much Hitman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, there's I, I like there's so much detail now been added. It's, it's that kind of thing where you can kind of awkwardly be like, this is improv linking the ideas, but it's actually amazing because now, <laughs> now we have a twin yeah. yes. tragedy to work with. Very cool. Very cool. Who wants to do the third scene? Uh, Laurie, do you want to flip a coin whether you and me should do it? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, do I'll, do I'll do it. Mm. So that was 10. Uh, so I am now working with a cool horsehair mohawk helmet. I believe in Helen's initial description. It was like what the Roman soldiers wear. Like what the Roman soldiers. Yeah, it's wear. one of it's one of those crested mm. red helmet things. A centurion's helmet. Yes, mm. I think. So, I'm thinking. How did we leave it? So Julia lost her lamp. 
Yes, okay. in, in a... In a in and a... the guards rushed in. Oh, no, that was a separate thing. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, and then the guards were knocked out. It's like, no, no, that was a different scene. You can do this. Yeah, okay, cool. I mean, there was a guard there, but we, we kind of forgot about them in yeah. this scene, which might be a plot no. hole, but I don't know who wrote no, this. No, no. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a plot hole for, for Laurie to, to work with <laughs> as inspiration. Indeed. So I've got, an, a plot opportunity. I've got an idea for the heist scene, but for the play, I'm thinking... I want, and please do feel free to collaborate with me on this. I'm mm-hmm. thinking it makes sense that it's the guard's helmet, the, the guard that Julia went mm-hmm. to. Let's mm-hmm. call them, we established it was he, right? Uh, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Okay. <gasps> Could he stake the helmet to try and win the lamp back? Yeah, I think Marcus is a little taken by Julia. Ah. And it's a rom-com. It is a rom-com. <laughs> and... Yeah, offers to stake. And, like, obviously, like, it's a symbol of his status. And, Ooh. you know, we could probably get you in places, actually, which yeah. tap, tap on the nose might be what we're hoping for <gasps> off stage. Um, uh. And he's willing to stake his helmet for the chance to win back the lamp and the, I was about to say papers, but that's what we're getting the lamp yeah. and the money of Julia's. Yeah. And if he loses it, I'm going to guess that he would get fired, fired. Absolutely. Not just fired, but like fired out of a cannon, fired. Like, yeah. <gasps> Over the walls of the city. <laughs> just, just popped in an arbalest and thrown away. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> would, does somebody else have a coin? Would anyone else like to flip? Or should I just. Am I the sole keeper of you the coin? You are holder of coin. Okay. I'm happy to be the holder coin of coin. Keeper. Play succeeds. Oh, <gasps> okay. Yay! It's a comedy again. Yeah. Ooh. If you'd if you'd now like to role play the rhyming couplets with which he stakes the helmet yes. and uh, wins it all back. Sweet maiden, who I met today, my helmet <laughs> I will throw away. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Off off stage in the heist, mm. um, Gus is going to dress in one of the guards' outfits, including the helmet. Ah, so yeah. now take their place. And as we've established, Gus is very good with stabby, stabby swords, so we'll be good for fighting and protecting if we need. Or at least that's mm. the plan. So I guess I'm flipping to see if one of the guards is conveniently the same size as Gus. <laughs> <laughs> one of those details that's, like, never really yeah. covered. Just really handy that everybody, everybody is of the same build. Absolutely every everybody. single person in this world. <laughs> it's a one-size-fits-all tux. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that, was, um, that was heads again. Wow, this heist is Th- going very going well. well. This yeah. is going well. We were taught by the best, you know. Well, we've we gained a lot of skills <laughs> since tween-aged them. <laughs> Do we now have Gus sort of ensconced as one of the guards, kind of unknown? Yes, mm. in a dark oh. corridor. Yeah, just lurking. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Ooh, does that make it my turn? It does. Exciting. Ah, five. Ooh. Five is a crown of leaves. Good luck. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So I am going to cut to, mm. um, in the main play, a ship is docking and oh, we didn't establish we were on the coast but we established it was an island and to all of us that kind of equals coast. I think a lot of Sicily is the coast. <laughs> Even though we live on an island and 
have not seen the coast since lockdowns began. <laughs> I like the idea that we're representing this on stage with little like shadow puppet, like shadow puppets of a boat yeah, coming yeah, yeah. into dark. Well, I think yeah. we have to do that because also like there's only four of us, and yeah. one of the one of us is now gone to disguise the guard. So we're having to do like a lot with a little. So yeah, much yeah, quick yeah. change. Going yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we cut from the gambling den. I really thought about like googling what the iniquitous band of thieves or den of iniquity or whatever the Star Wars quote is but like I, 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 you know it you say it in your head we cut to the port a ship is uh, is docking uh, we overhear a conversation where someone says uh, it's incredible what you achieved as in, in the battle you will get a, a crown of, of leaves when you are presented to the mayor who is not evil in this town (laughs) (laughs) it's really incredible that you had lost you you ascended so high in the navy in Sicily uh, when you (laughs) arrived uh, when we found you and you'd lost your memory you Mm. Ah. and they say that to a person that just looks strangely like uh, like Julia uh, a young man and everyone is is patting him on the back and saying, "Well done, you! Uh, you are very good at doing war stuff on boats." <laughs> uh, and so uh, he is going to be presented to the mayor. Oh, now I need an obstacle. Um, so they all say, "Yay! Well done, you person who's we've given you a new name, and it is." Forget me, Nix. Because <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have a memory. And he'll say, yeah, it's strange. This town, unlike any of the hundreds that I've gone to in this boat, what I am on, uh, seems to stir some memories. Uh, so he is going to say, before we go to the mayor, I'm going to explore the town a little bit. And so forget me, Nix. Uh, is going to, <laughs> to jump off the boat and go wandering, looking for perhaps some entertainment. Mm. See what culture the town has to offer. What, yeah, what, what's mm. going on? Why, do, what, why does it seem to stir things in my brain? Because I don't know what did happen to of me. And he's going to uh, stroll down the road and potentially be accosted I'm <gasps> going to say we, we will we will say that he gets he does get accosted he gets accosted this is a long scene um, <laughs> he gets accosted by some robbers does he succeed in boshing them on the head or do they bosh presumably the, the robbers are after the very nice lamp that he's carrying oh yes he's got a, he's, yeah he'll say I will wander around with my lamp what is the only thing that I no, yeah, that I remember. Uh, but I don't... I just know that it means something. Maybe there was a matching one mm. that, that someone else had. I, I don't know, though. I don't really remember since you found me on that beach, all beated up. And, yeah, so that's what's going to happen. He's wandering around. He's got a lamp and he's got a nice crown of leaves that mm. uh, he was given, which he has to keep until he gets presented to the mayor tomorrow, which probably shouldn't have done while drunk. Uh, well, going out to get drunk. But anyway, yes, he gets accosted by the robbers. Does he succeed? He does! I think I've got wow. a weighted coin. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> this is this is like we're trying to steer it whatever way, and it's like I will be a comedy. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say he gets attacked by the robbers. Uh, he beats the robbers up. He is good at that war stuff, but he's seen by a guard, and they don't recognise him. They're like, "Who are you, stranger? Who's coming in? I've just seen you beaten up those people." So maybe that leads uh, onto the next scene, whatever happens. Uh, in the heist bit, uh, oh lord. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Gus is now standing outside the office in the Roman uniform. He uses that to uh, go around the corner and be allowed into a door, as you kind of said, he's going to use that disguise to get him through. I'm going to say he sneaks. Brock, just because we've said that Little Wild is really tall, so it doesn't quite fit. He's going to sneak Brock in under his like Roman cloak, his guard cloak, mm. and now Brock is going to try and get into the window on the second floor. He's got a crowd of leaves. We've established that they didn't bring any of their real equipment. <laughs> going to use a crown of leaves uh, like a lasso um, oh. and tie. <laughs> Tie something. I'm going to say that the Roman had some string in his pocket. Uh, he's going to tie something on it, and then he's going to he's going to try and open the window latch with sure. the, the nice. crown. And he like is a lock picker, so I guess it's he just is a lock one picker. of the, ta- the tactics that. Yeah, he's going to like swing it around his head and throw okay. it up and, and try so and open the window. Does he get in it. through the window? Is what we're does flipping he? for? Yes. Yeah. I'm afraid he does not. Ooh. Oh, they they are. I'm going to say it can't just be as as simple as he doesn't get in they are spotted um so gus in his roman attire and brock in his uh being small and sneaky uh something they someone's like oh what's going on over there and they panic should i should i say what might happen to them or should i leave that to whoever Hmm. it seems like a fun problem to solve yeah i think that someone is running towards them cool yes okay it was tricky but i got the twin in (laughs) (laughs) um i actually think that's probably a good point for a break and then when we come back we can do another four scenes for act one Uh, yes it is hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Whoa, that was soon. Yes, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've done one round of scenes, uh, which means that we are back to Helen. Yes. Okay, um, time to roll my dice. Seven. Ooh. The dagger! <gasps> the one actually useful thing. <laughs> so, in the play, um, let's have a think. No, I'll go, I'll go with the easy one. For, shall I call him Julius or shall I call him Forget, forget Menatrix? <laughs> Thanks, Liz. It's a perfectly <laughs> cromulent name. What? Um, forget Menatrix is the lead and he is now proud of himself having beaten up all these robbers and he's going to attempt to menace the guard to leave him alone be kind of do you know who I am I'm going to be honoured tomorrow and he's a robber do you know who I am because I don't yes that kind of thing <laughs> so his goal is basically to try and intimidate the guard with the aid of his dagger hey. um, <laughs> Chekhov's dagger and obviously the obstacle is whether the guard is impressed or not would you like me to flip now yes please please do flip uh, absolute success. Ooh. Good lord. Okay. Does somebody else want to flip? <laughs> <laughs> I can go and get a coin. I can do some flipping. Hang on. Just keeps landing on heads. <laughs> I mean, that'll happen on a 50-50 chance. I mean, this is true. So for the success of that, the guard will, in an overwrought, dramatic and um, overstated way... We'll be like, oh, I did not recognise you, forget Minatrix. We have heard tales of your doings on the sea. Um, I shall escort you to wherever you want to go. <laughs> and so uh, now forget Minatrix has a loyal guard on his Ooh. side. Add to inventory. Ooh. <laughs> yes, add to inventory, one guard. Guards are featuring a lot in this play. Yeah. <laughs> right. The heist... Mm. bit which involves a dagger I mean the last thing we had was a failure mm. and folks let's not call them like guards hench people hench folks yeah, hench. Were, were bearing down mm. on Brock and Gusset mm. oh so uh, do we know how many? I think that's up to you As, uh, one person had called the alarm in my scene mm -hmm. but you can decide what kind of fight this is if it's a fight you could oh it could Oh, we're running towards you to say hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, cool mohawk, horse hair, hat you've got there. <laughs> I like, I like your hat. Do you know what? Yeah, I think um, Brock and Gusset seeing the hench people approaching are now going to be like, oh no, how are we going to? How are we going to get ourselves out of this one? And I think they are going to attempt to convince the guards that this is all part of the play. <laughs> it's, immersive. it's an immersive experience. <laughs> they're, they're, they're sneak, yeah, they're sneaking around backstage. Look, we have a dagger, just like in the play. <laughs> that kind. Of <laughs> I love it. <laughs> to try, so so be like, if you if you, um, we need to go and like arrange things 
backstage in quotation marks and you are interrupting important artistic business <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's see if they convince the hench people of that the hench folk fuck it <laughs> I mean it was heads even though I scared myself with flipping the coin towards my face They're, that is that is a difficult I, I that's some high persuasion they didn't learn that yeah. from Sasha that is, <laughs> that is quite the maybe they check. learned it from Cicero <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. That's, that's the Cicero education I can't believe they succeeded that but yeah 50-50 chance eh um, love it Okay, the hench folk are very interested in the arts and in um, groundbreaking new <laughs> techniques. <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't I couldn't get a ticket for the punch drunk stuff, so uh, it's great I've already got an opportunity now. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like, oh well, far be it from us to stand in the way. Um, oh, was this a VIP uh, like yeah. experience? <laughs> uh, wow, I love these things. Like, who'd have thought if we walked into this random room? We could all see to ourselves. <laughs> You're going to do some acting for us then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Gusset and Brock are now free to go on their merry way to continue towards the office or attempting to get into the office via that window. Mm. Okay. Ben next. Okay, right. Let's roll my d well twenty, but eight. Ooh. High heel sandals. Yeah. The glamour, the danger. Okay. The twisted ankles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we had it so that the guard was taking forget menatrix. Were they showing them the sights right or? No, they were taking them to the mayor's... Taking them to the mayor's office. To be honoured, okay. right? Yeah. Yep. But okay, in which case... Uh, so they are taken to... Forget Menatrix is taken to the mayor's office and unbeknownst to them, uh, Julia, after having had her money and lamp, beloved lamp, won back, um, <laughs> is also heading to the mayor's office because, you know, the the, the, the crime has been resolved, as it were, but she is going to complain about the dire situation in this uh, mm. this town. Um, and she has gone first and is having a meeting with the mayor where she's, uh, you know, reading him the riot act. But uh, as is customary in this part of Sicily, sure, she has to leave her shoes at the door and she's wearing <laughs> a, just a lovely pair of high-heeled sandals. Uh, also gifted by her mother. She has a lot of heirlooms. <laughs> Price the heirlooms! Yeah, just, for daily use. just loads of heirlooms. Uh, so, and as Forget Menatrix uh, is and comes into the uh, room, he sees these sandals. He's like, why? Why, why do I recognise these sandals? They make me feel things. Uh, and the obstacle here is uh, Forget Menatrix's own memory and will, mm. will he remember anything? A will save. <laughs> yes, yes, he makes a will save. Uh, Helen, do you want to flip this one? Okay. Be prepared for me to shriek again. Yes. <laughs> I caught it this time. Ooh, well done. It's, it's genuinely heads again. Okay. 
And success. <gasps> We're really, this is a very blessed recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly we enter into like a surreal memory <gasps> dream sequence. Julia's flying across the stage on wires is very impressive. <laughs> As Forget Menetrix is like, oh, wait, these are my sister's sandals. And then we'll leave it there. Oh. Um, however, outside, uh, the... The issue is that the the Brock and Gus have, have realised that the, the the problem here is that that room was too exposed. Um, they were seen very quickly, so they need to get higher and maybe try mm. and find another way in um, mm. to that room. And they decide, well, what if we tried to get down instead of going up? Mm. So, using the same method as before with the old the old cloak concealment, they managed to find their way up to uh, the attic. But unfortunately, the door to the attic is locked. Fortunately. Uh, Brock has stole uh, a pair of stiletto-heeled sandals, (laughs) as is is the custom. They're very... It was very easy because the previous wearer was on the ground yelling about their twisted ankle. (laughs) They just found them in someone's front garden being like, please take these away, these are horrible things. Um, And is using them as... uh, impromptu lockpicks given that they left their lockpicks at home um, so we'll see if they can get through uh, Lowry now we have two coins in play do you want to oh. do the off stage for yes me? they fail oh, the stones no. are not thin enough wow Brock sucks <laughs> like ramming it in it's yeah it's straight up that they just they jam them into the lock and they just get stuck <laughs> and they try and get it out, and the heel breaks off in the lock, yeah. and it's like, oh no, no, I've just I've completely nightmare. Yeah, it's like when you get your stiletto caught between two paving slabs. Oh, yeah. that's it. That's wah wah. That's wah, me. Wah, indeed. <laughs> right, tis I. Mm. I will roll my sixteen. Number one, a flute. Which has featured a little before, but unofficially. Mm. So, hmm. Inside the chamber with the mayor and Julia. And Julia is pleading her case, right? Or, or bringing up all the. Just, yeah, just kind crimes. of being like, you, you, you suck crime at your job. Crime is bad. Yeah, crime bad. There's a lot of you suck, you dog. <laughs> um, of Sicily. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where we are, you dog, you know. Quotes the name of the play at least once. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dramatic pause after the name of the play so everyone can let it <clears throat> sink in. <laughs> you dog of Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> As established, it's it's a mayor, right? And not the king in the play. Yeah. It's a, it's, or a bad, ob- it's, an it's evil a, mayor or a bad ombudsman. It's a veiled um, mm. analogy Allegory, for the actual yeah. mayor. Oh, right, yes, yeah, sorry, and, yes, in the play. Yes, yeah, yes. and they ac- keep accidentally calling the mayor instead of king, which, you know, is a bit risky, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> uh, the mayor slash king is, as established, evil and <laughs> does not <laughs> care about the crime. <gasps> Indeed, all the mayor cares about is Mahani. Honey? Delicious. Ma- <laughs> no, no. Mahani. <laughs> His honey. Oh, delicious. Hon- <laughs> <laughs> Cash. And, oh. Yeah, less delicious. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm trying to decide. What do you think, peoples? I'm trying to decide if I want Julia to be a master flauntist that he's going to somehow <laughs> um, take advantage of in some way, or mm. if there's a flauntist present in the scene, just as like general background noise that will later come into play. Or, or the mayor only cares about music as well as money, and so it's just like I don't care about your crime. Love crime, love money, love investing in the arts. Those are the three things that... <laughs> yeah, all right. I like that. I like that a lot. There's just, there's just a flauntist there playing like a beautiful, beautiful air. So the, the atmosphere in, like on stage in the, in the scene is actually really lovely. Like it's, but this juxtaposition of like this really calming music Deep. is happening. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But... Um, Obviously, the the so the, they have to have a really politic is that a word conversation mm. where Judah has to be really careful because it's like just it just adds that element of danger that it's like we're talking spooky about something. Flute. Yeah, no, no, not spooky flute, lovely flute. But then mm. it's like this could turn at any time. You know, when someone's just really nice and cultured with the little quotes. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Hmm, what's 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 my what's my goal slash obstacle here? So the mayor has said no, and Julia, I think Julia's maybe in a bit of danger here. Mm. Is the flautist, like, a secret assassin for the mayor who will get rid of Julia for being maybe. a thorn in his mm. side? Yeah, I mean, she is. I was going to go down the route of she's she's a thorn in his side, and she has now pieced together. She now knows that it is he is the top person in the crime. Mm. In the crime. Because he was like, I love crime. It's brilliant. I love crime, I do. <laughs> crime and Chopin. Did Chopin write any music? <laughs> he definitely existed at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chopinus, please. So uh, Julia needs to extract herself safely from this situation. Mm. Helen, would you like to flip for me? Yes. Please. time Helen flips a coin they're just like freaking out like <laughs> as if they don't control you expect one of the outcomes could be an explosion it's like a cat seeing a cucumber <laughs> it's another heads oh, oh wow okay so everything's coming up these guys <laughs> yeah is there like a fight scene but with flutes instead of lightsabers. <laughs> Is there a yeah, dance Yeah, they have off? a flute off. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just fighting with the flutes. Like, ah, and you never expect, you are a problem. We have already established that flutes in this world are can also be projectile uh, weapons. Yeah. So the flauntist is spitting darts as well as beats, I guess. And what if... <laughs> what if Julia produces... Uh, this really beautiful dagger, which you know we've seen, which was her parents' dagger. It's like it's another <laughs> heirloom uh, that was given to both her and her yes. brother, a matching mm, set of daggers, yeah. and she's now fighting the flutters. Yes, with absolutely. Flute is just like attacking her with the flutes. Yeah. She's like which... parrying darts out of the air yeah. with a dagger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's what's going on on stage. Mm-hmm. Off stage. <laughs> Where, where did we leave our merry band? So we've got a stiletto stuck in a lock. Things aren't going well, hey? <laughs> um, right, we really need to get into this room and we've got a flute to do it with. Sure, we'll save the day, that flute. The- I think 
So whoever, obviously the flauntist is evil, well, evil, bad in the play, but it's played by one of us. So let's say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's Lil Wild. Mm. You are the flauntist. Yeah. And you, because you can see, maybe because the stage is raised, you saw what happened and you know that what they need is like a sharp, a, more of a point to get into that lock. And your darts... <laughs> are a point so you're going to blow <laughs> one of those darts with your flute oh. to Brock and Gus I mean I know I'm now putting quite a range on this flute slash you're quite it's close fine. to the Whatever. stage the it's flute's dark. magic Little Wild has big lungs fl- absolutely Little Wild's big <laughs> lungs yeah so you're going to try and get a dart to them so that they can try and get into the okay. room if we succeed on this one I really want the dart to go straight into the yes. game and it just, yes. and just the lock springs open wait, wait that, and if you fail it goes straight into one of your yeah. legs have yes. you ever picked a lock with your lungs <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, shall I flip yeah oh it failed ah, who- oh no <laughs> is it a dart in the buttock <laughs> Yeah, there's a moment of like, don't, don't yell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. Lydia, you have to bring us to the end of Act One. Uh, I do. I have to end it right. Okay, let's let's roll this d sixteen. Right, four. That was a roll of thunder. (gasps) Oh, how dramatic! The wobble board. Excellent. Cool. So. In the play, uh, we're going to say that Julia, having succeeded in getting away, jumps out of the window to escape alongside her new guard, Beau, who who very much has the crush on is her. This, is, it, is this Marcus? Marcus, the I think the I said, name is Marcus. yeah. Mm-hmm. Marcus, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Marcus. Cool, cool. I meant Bo as in he's, you know, the pretty he one. He is pretty. Yeah, he's pretty. Lovely Marcus. Uh, they jump out the window just at the point as Julius slash forget <gasps> Minatrix comes in to the room. <gasps> oh, no! Dang it! And because Julius is there with a bunch of guards who come to escort him for the ceremony, uh, the evil mayor and their sneaky flautist have to kind of back up and, and rather than chase Julius and the guard out the window, they'd be like, yeah, what? No, we weren't doing anything Just suspicious. all nonchalantly leaning on the window being like, oh, we were just, just getting some air. Not just say, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah, we can do that ceremony now. Um, so Julius and uh, his entourage, I'm going to say, picked up more guards. We've just got so many guards in this. But basically, we've only got like three costumes. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of puppets, um, a lot of so... people wearing like extra guards off their, yes. off their shoulders. Yeah, well. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got like a whole, yeah, they've got a, one of those shoulder things and they've got, we've got puppets like, on the I, other side like a, to make them look like a, a record crowd. player with a guard on it, like kind of like Home Alone style. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just um, a series of masks that we keep swapping yes. between. Yeah, yeah. So uh, forget Menatrix and all the guards, they're going to have their ceremony and the guard, like his request, so he gets to ask a boon because he did so what his, re- his request is for uh, the, because he's remembered loads of stuff since he got here, is to say mm. to the mayor, tell me who I am. Uh, mm. Oh, you oh, know, let me know what, what, what happened, what was the history here? 
Uh, so that is that's that. Can we? Can we? I think I will have. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have Helen flip it just because it's the terror is hilarious. <laughs> okay. I'm like that guy from uh, from Friday Night Dinner who's scared of his own dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tails. <gasps> Ooh. I have so. Oh, no, go on. Yep. No. No. Go on. Go on. Well, I wondered if, like, if they fail, could could the mayor? Because obviously we've established that forget m- m- matrix, the name I have not said yet. Yeah. Uh, forget Menatrix. Forget Menatrix. <laughs> oddly like yeah, Julia. Yeah. Forget Menatrix is very skilled at, you know, being a mercenary or fighting or what have you. Could the mayor mm-hmm, set mm-hmm. him to kill Julia? Like a hit Ooh. on Julia. So he lies. The mayor lies about forget Menatrix's past and it's like, mm. oh, yeah. Your parents were Ooh, killed by yes. this woman. Or yeah, something. this woman who just excellent. Jumped... Mm. No, no, I like that. I like that. That's quite um, a nice cliffhanger to end Act One on as well. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, the mayor lies. Um, the mayor says, "Yes, I can remember you. Uh, you uh, like so. How did you end up on that beach, all beaten up, not remembering anything? Well, uh, an imposter came into town and." tried to steal your uh, your life and your family and and you valiantly fought them and they uh, beat you up. But don't worry, we have found who they are uh, and you can do a favour for me and redeem your own honour by hunting them down and fighting them. <gasps> peel of thunder. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Peel of, peel of thunder, indeed. <laughs> and uh, a storm starts, which will be important later because it lowers visibility. Um, <laughs> and them being twins, that's going to be important. So there you go. Right. Cool. Um, that is a good ending. For our Thank you, Lori. That was Yay. brilliant. In the heist, uh, it has gotten quite comedic in the attempts <laughs> to get through this door. Uh, so they've decided that instead they're going to crawl around the side and uh, smash a window. Of course, that would be loud. So they're going to use the wobble board to make a roll of thunder at the same time. Uh, so they, uh, one of them takes the board and says, like, we'll sync up our sundial watches and we will I'll make sure that I do the wobbling thunder at the same time as you are smashing the window so it sounds like it sounds like thunder all part of the immersive experience of the play yeah. as well oh, it sounds like thunder's sound. coming yes. everywhere wow all, all yeah. part of that yeah uh, so I suppose the obstacle is can they get the timing right I'm going to say that definitely the window will Thank get you, smashed Thank you, Liz. yes get us into this room, <laughs> <us> in this room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The window will be smashed no matter what. That's going to happen. But do they manage to sync up the timing Hmm. or do they attract all the attention? I think there's enough tension already, so I'm going to ask uh, Lowry to flip it just because there's enough tension without Helen's terror. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's heads. Yes, they do it. No attention. We're in the room. Yeah. Everyone's like, Wow. There's the thunder everywhere. But yeah, they, they get in and... Or it's really just gusset up there now, I guess. And because uh, Brock headed down with the wobble board to distract and do thunder mm. somewhere else. So gusset is in the room. Going to be looking up those sweet, sweet secret documents. I mean, that's mm. the end of Act 1. It's the end of Act 1. It's the end of this episode. And it is a cliffhanger. Oh. 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 
So um, since we whispered goodbye last time, do we have to shout it yeah. over the thunder this time? Go yeah, sure. Go! Go! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, all. It's Helen here. The voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.